I'm Jason. And this is Strange Indeed, a podcast dedicated to Black Mirror. Um, this week we're covering the season one, episode three um, episode, The Entire History of You. And this week joining me is Jason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I picked that one just because. Uh, so I don't know if people know from Strange Indeed, but you're just kind of doing a series where you're bringing on guest hosts and letting them choose what Black Mirror episode they want to talk about. Did you tell him yeah, that? Yeah, I'm kind of doing like a fan favorite, like some of the more popular, mm-hmm. you know, favorited uh, Black Mirror episodes. But because of that, um, I was, you know, each person that I asked to co-host, um, you know, and everyone I'm asking are fans. I mean, I want people to like it and be a fan. Um, and um, so, yeah, it's it's co-host choice. I'm a big fan. Yeah, I know you're a big fan. So I was like, I know I can count on you um, to pick a good one and. Yeah, you said I could pick anyone except not the pilot. Uh, yeah, okay, sorry. There was a, there was a caveat to that. Um, I did say you can pick For some any reason. of them, but, but not this one, but not that episode. I don't know that I'm ready. To, maybe one day I'll cover that one. I don't know. But you did like that episode, so. What? No, I, I thought it was disgusting, and um, it made me not so sure about the series, but... Um, I mean, there were some things about it because it was so edgy, but it was just too gross. But then, uh, you know, I, the series had so much acclaim that I watched more and I realized, no, I love this series. And uh, I think that first episode, in retrospect, if you don't know, it's the one where the prime minister is um, forced to have sex with a pig on screen in front of the whole nation. And uh, and I realize it's more about social media than anything, but um when that's the only thing you see you're like what the hell is this and then i forgot you know i watched uh, the whole series up to whatever point that was and then i'd recommend it to people oh you got to go watch black mirror it's it's one of the best shows on and they'd start from the beginning and then then i'd I'd be oh i i I forgot to warn you about the first episode (laughs) (laughs) i'm not they're like what's wrong with you man anyways um i picked this one the entire history of you just because it's so much fun it's just like a really fun episode to watch just kidding (laughs) (laughs) it's a tough tough subject matter but i think it's fascinating and and uh the technology, the way they meld it so well with the subject matter. It's just really, really well done. Well, and I I always liked it too, but like you said, it, it can be a a tough watch um, and make you uncomfortable. So, um, you know, I think there's, and I think that that's probably good because I think it can kind of make you look a little inward at yourself maybe. (laughs) So I always like it when, I think of TV as art when it's good and Mm -hmm. you know, I love it when it feels like it's pointing at some human truth. It doesn't have to be, you know, everybody exact acting exactly like real people like comedy sometimes is heightened, but it still gets at something real, even if it's in an oblique way. But, um, sometimes, you know, I like watching movies and TV that are even get at some uncomfortable truths. And that's what this episode does. It gets at, a, at, at you know, showing people at their darkest. I actually think that's what Black Mirror is about. Sometimes the Black Mirror is your iPhone screen and it's showing you a, a 
piece of your reflection. That, yeah. yeah. You may not want to see. <laughs> so I just think it does a really good job of that. I wouldn't want all of my entertainment to be this unpleasant to look at, you know, but I like some of it to be like that where it's not all, you know, cause hum- human nature isn't always pleasant and nice and I don't know. Yeah. Well, they're very real and human stories a lot. I mean, yeah. even though the technology is, is typically very futuristic and, you know, we're not always there yet, it's still human behavior that is still pretty real, you know, for the most part. So it's always kind of an interesting study, but because it's usually pretty dark and grim, you know, I, I don't know that I've heard too many people that binge like a whole season. I guess maybe some folks do, but I know I, mm. I, I can't take like too many. I can maybe do two yeah. at a time and then I'm kind of like, okay, I need but, to step back. And but some of them are a little happy. lighter, like the USS McAllister some. one, you know, I mean, it was that dark. That was but really it, good. Yeah. And yeah. even the one with the social media, I, I cringed at that a little bit because, I get reviews on iTunes and stuff. You know, that one, the one with, uh, Dal- Bryce Dallas Howard. Uh, yeah. yeah. But, uh, and then there's uh, like two or three that actually have kind of a happy ending, but yeah, mo- I'd say they're all the uncomfortable DJs, to Andrew one Napero. level or, or another. <laughs> yeah. But this one is just like pure, like, Oh God. <laughs> in parts. Yes. Yes. <laughs> So, so yeah, is that, so then that's your reasons then? Cause I was, a, I was actually going to be, my question to you, um, was why, why you I picked pick this it? episode, but it sounds like you kind of answered that question unless you have more to yeah, elaborate well, as why. The, it just did such, the technology is really interesting and captivating and it gets you thinking about, oh yeah, I'd love that. Oh wait, maybe I would totally hate that. You know, it just, mm-hmm. you, and all the ramifications of it. And it's such a cool technology, but it's scary at the same time. And so, yeah. and then, and then just within the context of this relationship and suspicion and affairs and your uh, relationship, maybe not as solid as you think, or maybe it's just a blip that you could have gotten through if it wasn't for the stupid technology, just all these different ramifications of it are, are, are just, I thought just jived so well together. So yeah, I, re- I think this is probably my favorite episode of Black Mirror, and that's saying a lot because Black Mirror is one of my favorite shows. Yep, and there's certainly a lot of good ones to pick yeah. from. So yeah, well, that's awesome. I, I was hoping you'd be able to to kind of elaborate a little bit without going too much into like your top five. Yeah, so yeah, that yeah. was yeah. I don't want to I don't want to draw too much out, but I, that's something I wanted to ask everyone. Like, well, why did you pick this one? What awesome. was it about that one? So yeah, yeah that's a really good answer. Thanks. Um, well, well, great. I'm really excited to talk about this one. I'm I'm really excited to be talking about Black Mirror again. And one of the reasons why I decided to kind of come back to it is, you know, well, not only are we big fans of it here on Strange Indeed, but, you know, Charlie Brooker recently announced that he has decided the world is a little too grim right now um, to <laughs> be releasing need, or yeah. <laughs> we don't need any more darkness. We That's don't need why we're any more covering grim Cobra tales. Kai on House Podcastica. <laughs> Right. Well, so you take the the fun, happy stuff and interesting stuff. I'm going to take the dark, grim stuff. I feel like we probably do need a little bit more grim things in life. No, we don't. But, you know, I I think sometimes um, kind of when you're watching it, you know, with some of these types of stories um, on TV and knowing that it's fiction, sometimes it, you know, even though it's grim, you can be like, well, my life's not that bad. Yes, I I was thinking the same thing. In fact, there's probably some people watching this going, 
well, thank God we didn't have this technology in my relationship because we made it through and we would not have if we had this. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, you can always kind of take something out of it and go, well, my life might be kind of not so great right now or things are kind of bad or just whatever is kind of going on in the world right now. At least we're not dealing with that, mm-hmm. you know, or something, even though it, it, you know, there's been some kind of jokes, you know, off and on about how we're actually living season six of <laughs> Black Mirror, like right. the creators. Seriously. We're so clever. We're like, we're living in season Dude. six of Black Mirror right now. So, um, Maybe we don't need um, more episodes right now, but I thought, you know, it's a good time to really come back and kind of revisit because Sean and I always talked about, you know, because we, we, we weren't able to cover all of them. We kind of jumped in whenever, um, I think it was season four that we kind of jumped in and then did five and then we did, did Bandersnatch. Um, but, and we always talked about, you know, if there was, you know, a, a gap in some of the shows that we covered, if we were able to kind of come back and we just, we never got around to it. I just thought it would be a really great time to do that. So why not? Hopefully, um, um, everyone is on board with me and everybody's like, no, we agree with Charlie Brooker. We don't need darkness. It's dark. We, <laughs> that's it's just what we do around here and that's what I'm good at. So that's what we're going to do. So, um, with that being said, um, I'm really excited to talk about, um, this episode and I'd like to hear your number five. Okay. My number five is a bit of a short one. It's just a few kind of facts about the episode. Um, mm-hmm. it, you know, as I mentioned, it's one of my favorite, episodes of one of my all-time favorite series which feels in some ways like a bit of a shame because it's also the only episode that's not written or co-written by series creator charlie brooker Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i'm like oh because i love charlie brooker i love his sensibility and his sensibility shines through this totally but it's just interesting Mm -hmm. to me that he didn't write it and he doesn't have a co-writing credit it's written by british uh, writer, screenplay writer, TV writer, Jesse Armstrong, who went on to create the HBO series Succession, which I have not seen, but I I oh, want to watch it because yeah. yeah, people... I hear great things. Yeah, it just seems like it might be our kind of show, you know? I've heard it's mm-hmm. like a modern Game of Thrones with backstabbing yes. and stuff like that. <laughs> yes. So anyways, um, it came out in 2011, which was already nine freaking years ago. Really? Yeah, that's what I read. Yeah. Yeah. Black Mirror, they dole them out slowly. Um, and even though it's came out that long ago, it still feels just as relevant, if not more so, I would say, to today's climate mm-hmm. with technology and, and the dangers of technology and things like that. Um, it stars Toby Kebbell, who is now in... M. Night Shyamalan's Apple TV Plus series, The Servant, which I just recently, like Apple TV Plus, I wanted it to be great, but I'm like, now these shows seem kind of boring. I even tried Morning Show and I just didn't really dig it. I watched just one episode, but then I watched The Servant and I don't even like M. Night Shyamalan that much. I mean, to (laughs) me, I have mixed opinions. I I really love the vibe of his movies, but I don't like the stories. I think his stories are or uh, overrated or just not my thing. But uh, mm-hmm. for some reason, I decided to try this series and I was hooked in immediately and I just binged through the whole thing. And it, it's pretty messed up, but I loved it. So I, I don't know why I'm going on about that. I think it would be great for um, Strange Indeed, actually. I think your listeners would like it. 
Well, and I got a chance to watch that first episode, yeah. and um, I agree. I was really intrigued just from that first episode, and I would agree wholeheartedly um, that I think it would be a great show to cover. I, I do worry a little bit because I don't know how you know how many people or how many people be open to having another you know service. Um, another service yeah, or yeah. you know how do they get access? It's there's so many darn streaming services, and I I'm, I'm always hesitant. I mean, at least if net, most people have Netflix and Hulu, um, and that's typically where we usually go but i mean it's so so darn good and i'm you know yeah, yeah. it's, it's not we'll off see. the table but we'll see yeah if you guys anyway. like it but just to say a little bit about what it's about it's this uh couple and they hire this young woman to be their nanny and then uh when the husband and the nanny are alone together the husband is like okay uh, i'm gonna have to explain to you why we hired you to be the nanny when the baby is this lifelike doll that's not really a baby (laughs) and then the nanny doesn't acknowledge what he's saying and 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 i don't want to tell you anything more than that but it's weird (laughs) yeah and yeah anyway um but uh, that's the husband, Toby Kebbell. He's the one that's in, in Servant. And then the wife, yes. Jodie Whittaker, she is now Doctor Who. She's the latest Doctor yeah. Who. Yeah. So good. That's, they went on to do some pretty cool stuff. So that's yes. All. I like that. Yeah, Jodie Whittaker's great. I thought yeah. she was really great. And and I had forgotten until uh, you kind of mentioned before about Toby also being in Servant. I did see that first episode and... and I guess just because I only saw him in that first episode, I, I had a hard time kind of linking him to this episode. And I thought, oh, gosh, yeah, you're right. Um, so, yeah, I went on to do some great things. And I think I think they were both really good, strong actors, even back here in Black Mirror. And I hope that they get, you know, well, clearly Jody Jody's doing pretty well. And, you know, if Toby's got that show, he must be doing well also. But I think that's one thing that kind of helped um, with this episode. Um, yeah, they're, absolutely. They're yes, yeah. that always helps. Uh, Doctor Who, just quick aside, I, I'm a big fan and I used to be kind of a super fan and watched them all, but I kind of fell off of it and I decided to go back and start catching up and I'm still back in the Cap- Peter Capaldi ones. Um, mm-hmm. And then I, I just, out of curiosity, looked on Rotten Tomatoes and apparently the Jodie Whittaker years are not being treated kindly by the critics like Peter Capaldi's in the 60, 70, 80 range. Jodie Whittaker's in like the 10 to 15% range. And I don't think it's because of her. I think I did see one episode with her and she was great. I think it's because they have a new showrunner and and the fans aren't liking him so well. So that's kind of a bummer. I'm still curious to watch a Mm. few of them, but I don't know. Well, too bad. I remember all that rubbish when they announced her as the new Doctor Who, and there was so much backlash at having a female Doctor Who or yeah. female Doctor, um, which I thought was complete bullshit. Yeah. Um, no, she. But, she's good. I, and yeah, I I expected idiots to come out and be like that. Dummies. No surprise. <laughs> I, mean, I haven't watched it, but I, I would hope that it that those ratings or reviews would reflect just the content mm-hmm. and not necessarily just because I th- that's there's the a female I doctor. Got. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, and then I haven't read anything, but I just remember the backlash because I think we we had talked about that on one of the Comic Con episodes um, when yeah. it, it was announced or something, and you know everybody was like, "Why that?" Or a lot of us anyway were like, "Why the hell is everybody so pissed off that they've got mm-hmm. a female doctor?" It just doesn't make sense if you watch the show why wouldn't they so anyway yep. dummies um well i like that 
Well, my number five, I'm just going to like just jump right in and talk a lo- about like this, the story and the content um, of, of the show because I, I feel like that's a clearly big part of it and that's what I'm probably most excited to kind of talk about. So you talked a little bit about why you liked the episode so much and, and I think one of the reasons that I like this episode um, is that Liam ends up being right and because you uh, – I feel at first, this was just me, and maybe not everyone feels that when they watch this episode. Um, I felt at first um, that when you first are watching the episode that maybe he's just slightly overthinking things. Paranoid. (laughs) Yeah, he's reading into things. Yeah. Yeah, it's like he cannot get over it. And and I was thinking, God, he's just being see, he's being a jerk because he kept going on about Jonas like when they're in the cab right home. You know, he he didn't he didn't let on too much when they were still at that dinner party. You could tell he was kind of, you know, looking at looking at Fee and kind of looking at Jonas and just kind of like, you know, whatever. But then when he kept talking, he kept bringing it up in the cab and he's like, well, you know, I didn't want him to come, but it's obvious you wanted him to. And, you know, he just wouldn't let it go. And then whenever they got home, uh, the, the babysitter, you know, kind of comes and goes and she's, um, kind of tuned into the baby's grain and kind of watching, you know, kind kind of like a super fancy nanny cam they got going on. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. she's kind of preoccupied with that. That was amazing. And he's, I know. Oh, yeah. Let's see I, what yeah, baby we're, saw. <laughs> we're going to talk about that too. Yeah. That's it's something else I want to elaborate on. But, um, you know, she's kind of moved on and they're home and, you know, you're just kind of settling in like you do when you get home from a party or whatever. And um, he's still going on about asking her more questions. He's been part of the gang a long time and he's just, he's, it seems like he's obsessed and she's just like, you know, what is going on with you? And why are you, you know, why are you still going on about this? It's not a big deal. Um, so I was thinking he was really kind of like being a, big jerk and I'm like dude let it go you know um but then when she says you know they like dated for a month and then he kind of comes back and he's like you know when he connects the dots and he's like that's Mr. Marrakesh and he's like well you said that you've only dated him for a week and she's like no I didn't and he, he he without even like looking at like the screen he's still looking at her and he he's like well let's watch shall we and he goes back yeah. to that moment which just happened to be the time the first time that they were like together i guess the first time they had it. sex and let and, me just say yeah. for the record that if i had that technology for better mm-hmm. or for worse i'd be all over that i would be doing exactly the same thing as he's doing well let's go back and play the tape and see what was actually said <laughs> 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 I'm not saying that's the right thing to do. I'm just saying I, I would totally be doing that. <laughs> <laughs> and because I know you, I know that's exactly what you. I know. I know. Do. You're not wrong. <laughs> I know. It's it's bad. So I should probably not have this, and I hope they never make it. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they never make it either. This this episode brought a whole new definition of bringing the receipts. Yeah. I don't know. If you... <laughs> I mean, how could I mean, you this... not, how could you not check on it? You know, I don't know. Some people are answering that right now because just 
let it go. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I know there's a lot to that, you know. And so, yeah, he does go back because he's like, well, you said it was a week. And she's like, no, I didn't. And he's like, well, let's go back and look. So he does. He goes back and look and you can hear their conversation and how she starts talking about this guy and says that they dated for a month. And he just looks at her like, OK, well, now what? What have you got to say for yourself? And she's like, you know, what does it even matter? It wasn't a big deal. It doesn't matter, you know, how long it was. That's not what the point is. But you can tell that's when there was like crack of where he's starting to doubt then what she says, even Mm -hmm. though, I mean, was it that big of a deal? Yeah. I mean, at that point, it could have just been like, oh, you know, so I've caught myself saying something and then realized right away, well, that wasn't exactly right. It was, that wasn't in my teens. It was in my twenties or whatever, but you're like, eh, whatever. I'm not going to worry about it. You know, it's not that big of a deal. You just kind of brain farted or whatever. So it could have just been one of those. Exactly. That, and I'm thinking, well, I think we're all kind of guilty of that. We don't really do it on purpose sometimes, mm-hmm. but, you know, because it maybe wasn't such a big deal or, you know, but then she, you know, was like, you know, just trying to downplay it, you know. Yeah. So, but you could tell with him, that's that's all he needed was to start really doubting her because then he really goes into it. You know, they go, you know, upstairs, but then he comes back down later and he starts drinking and you realize what he's been doing all night where he's, yeah. you know, when he started to like poured himself a drink and turned on the videos, I'm like, Oh boy, we're going down the rabbit hole now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not a good idea. Yeah, exactly. And it was really uncomfortable. I feel whenever he decides to, you know, when he does play back that first time that they're together, like that should have been like, sh- like when she told him, she's like, you know, that, that was a really nice moment um, that we had. And now you're ruining it because this is now what you're bringing up is, you know, me talking about, you know, Jonas and, and, you know, that they were dating or whatever. And it was kind of, he was kind of putting a smear on that memory that they had together or whatever. But, you know, he's just so obsessed um, calling out her behavior and he kept, keeps doing these redoing the, the scenes of the dinner party over and over again. Um, so I don't know. I just, I, I don't know. I'm I'm anxious to hear like your thoughts on that. Okay, let's see. I'm gonna do some <laughs> reordering here, but uh, I'll do. Yeah, whose whose side I'm on? Wait, there's one Liam suspicion. Um, yeah. I'll, okay. Well, I'm just gonna talk about how. Yeah, it was interesting. I, I had to remember what I thought when I first watched this because on second watch when you know that she was sleep, she slept with him during their marriage, mm-hmm. then you look at every, you notice all the, I noticed all the little details too. I'm like, Oh yeah, it's pretty, it, there are some pretty strong indications here. Um, but it might just seem like that because I know the ending, you know, but I know, yeah, I think I remember when I first watched it, I was kind of thinking, no, nah, I think he's just being crazy and he's being, a, being a dick so that when she, it, it turned out that she, she did uh, cheat on him and she was lying. I was like, oh, holy shit. So that really threw a mm-hmm. twist in things, which is interesting because they're both flawed characters. And I love that. Yeah. You know, that's what kind of storytelling that I personally like. But anyway, so it was interesting how it rolled out, not knowing if he was just being crazy or if his intuition was right. Uh, when she went to the, um, he showed up at the party you could kind of tell that she was a little uncomfortable with him. She was uh, talking with Jonas and looked kind of nervous when he came in. 
and um then uh, Jonas was being like extra friendly to him, giving him that big hug. And that was a little weird, like he was overcompensating or something. And then Mm -hmm. at the party, he was all brash and, you know, the kind of guy that can be, he's edgy and bold and can be charming to women, but Liam instinctively just doesn't like him at all, you know? (laughs) And I know, which I was kind of curious about. I was like, is he really a dick? He kept saying, he kept calling him a knob and yeah. saying he was a dick. And I'm like, well, is he though really? Or As was a guy, really I can tell you ass? what that's about is that okay. if you're in a room with a guy like that and he's mm-hmm. kind of stepping over the line and talking about sexual things, but it's kind of giggly and you can tell mm-hmm. it's kind of turning the women on and one of the women is your wife then you fucking hate that guy <laughs> okay okay you well know. that's what i wanted that's why i wanted to ask because i'm like i need a, a guy's perspective here like yeah. why is he feeling like he's because he just kept going on and on about what an ass or a dick right. he is and i'm like well okay he's maybe slightly obnoxious at the dinner when they're actually sitting at the natured. dinner table yeah, yeah but i was like well it wasn't that bad <laughs> you know i've seen i've seen worse so i was just kind of curious well look what why. it turns out like i think there was a suggestion that he actually slept with one of the other women too right because he said something and she's like easy now or so yeah he just sleeps with all the women and if one of them is yours and you're uh, that can just be infuriating infuriating well, and for a guy proved true because the one girl who was at the dinner table that didn't have her grain anymore um was Ended in it is in his house the next day yeah, so yeah, yeah i mean he's, <laughs> it's his mo <laughs> so so then um and and also like little things like you know he might kind of get an idea about something and it goes into his intuition but he's not sure like she laughed at his jokes extra hard or with a certain inflection and but he could just be like am i crazy maybe i'm being stupid but with that technology he can play it back and look zoom in right on her face and then can be like no it definitely seems like there's something there and that's what simultaneously appeals to me and horrifies me about that aspect of this technology because I hate I I consider what she does to him to be gaslighting she just keeps he he has this intuition that there's more going on than what she's saying and Mm -hmm. and she just keeps denying it and making him feel crazy making him feel crazy yeah Mm -hmm. but then he gets to check on it and realize no I'm right and so um that appeals to me but on the other hand um if it could have been the kind of thing that was just she slept with this guy when their marriage was in trouble but since then they've got it back on track and she didn't want to bring it up because she loves him and doesn't want to uh, endanger it and maybe they were back on track and they had a child and it was going to be fine and so you know maybe it was better off him not knowing about this and I think by the end when he cuts it out of himself maybe that's an indication he feels the same way you can tell he misses her because he keeps watching memories of themselves Mm -hmm. maybe he cut it out just because he didn't want to be tempted to watch those memories because they were painful but my impression was that he just wished he never even had that thing in the first place because then maybe his marriage would be okay I don't know what do you think yeah, I, I think I'm leaning more towards had he not had that, he wouldn't have maybe used it like he did. Like maybe he should have let it go. I know he, he I'm a little torn with that, but I mean, because I know that he's like, I have to know, I have to know, um, you know, the truth. Like he felt, he's like, I feel this. I know, 
I, I feel something here. And, and, and like you said, it was like, she was gaslighting him and he's like, you know, you're not, he's like, just tell me. And then when he's like, I have to see it, I have to know. Um, maybe he didn't really need to know or have to see it. Um, I mean, the question is whether that affair, if you want to even call it that, because it was more like a one night stand was an indication their relationship was already doomed and that, you know, maybe they shouldn't have been together or on the other hand, maybe it could have just been a one time thing and they were actually okay. And it's hard to tell because they did seem kind of, um, uncomfortable around each other through the whole episode, you know, like they weren't totally okay, but they didn't seem like they were totally in trouble either. So I think it could go either way. If they didn't have this technology, they might have broken up anyway, just because they were a troubled couple or they might've made it through and been fine. You know, it's hard to tell. I don't know. I, yeah. Um, well, I, I was going to say something, but it kind of goes into one of my other, okay, I'm done. other numbers that I wanted to it. talk about. So no, that's okay. I can reorder mine too, but no, I, I think, I think all of that is, is interesting. And I, and I'm agreeing with what you say. And, and I know I was kind of torn with that at the end. Like, well, did he do it just because he doesn't want to have to keep seeing that stuff over again? Because he's probably, unless he's deleted it, he's also, he can also like replay when he watched, you know, Jonas and his wife have sex out that night that he demanded that she, um, you know, replay for him. Mm-hmm. Um, there, the, unless he deleted that, but I mean, yeah, I, I think he wishes because you know, that, that girl, and I can't remember her name. Um, the one at the dinner party that didn't have her, the one that had her grain gouged out, you know, she was talking about how happy she was and she was, you know, she's like, yeah. I'm, Hallam. I'm fine with it. She goes, yeah, Hollam, thank you. Hallam. Um, so you know, and and to hear that there are some people that don't have them, but it seems to not be the norm. Seems like most people it's do like have them. It's like a phone them. these days. It's like a cell exactly. Phone. Like if you yeah. exactly, it's like if you hear somebody that doesn't have a cell phone, you're yeah, like, what? Weird. Why not? Um, why don't you have a cell phone? Well, it got stolen, and the few days I didn't have it, I realized I I liked it better. I mean, when yeah, I heard I'm that, I'm like, you know, I I. I could really use a vacation or a weekend without any technology. And I know it would be uncomfortable, you know, you'd go through these withdrawals, but it would probably re- really good for me. In fact, I, I, I really do want to plan that as soon as it's feasible. <laughs> I think that's probably good advice for um, many folks. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that was my number five. What about your number four? I'll kind of continue this conversation just talking about whose side I'm on, you know, ultimately. I mean, like I said, Mm -hmm. two flawed characters, but if I'm going to pick a side, well, here's some things about Liam that weren't so great. He, he gets, he gets fixated on this, which is sort of understandable. You know, he, he wants to know the truth, but he gets really intense and he gets Mm -hmm. demeaning and he's, he's really dickish. And he gets the poor nan- nanny involved asking. <laughs> yeah, if, that you was think uncomfortable. Funny, right. You know. And uh, then he um, pours himself a bunch of drinks and gets violent. And, you know, going over to Jonas house, I thought, oh, maybe that's kind of bold, you know, to confront this guy who you think is sleeping with your wife. But the thing is, watching it this time, I realized He didn't even go over there because he thought Jonas was sleeping with his wife. He didn't think that. He was just upset that his wife had lied about how long they were together and didn't want 
um, him to connect that Jonas was the guy from Marrakesh. And, and also the thing that he was really upset about was Jonas at the dinner party saying that he would play back scenes of him with his ex lovers Mm -hmm. and knew that Mm -hmm. he was, his wife was one of those. So he just went over there to get him to delete those scenes and then happened to see the one with the painting and knew, Oh, he was surprised by that though. He didn't suspect. And so just knowing that he went over there ready to cut this drunk, ready to cut this guy's, uh, well, I guess he was going to cut, I was going to say throat, but cut the thing out of his ear just to, because of that, not even thinking they were cheating. That's pretty fucked up in my opinion. That's not okay. <laughs> you know, it was very violent and very, yeah. very threatening. It escalated very quickly. Like you said, he didn't even have it suspect like they were like either still or even had out or during their marriage, yeah. just their past relationship. He just was really irked that, like you said, he had this footage that he could go, you know, go back and watch anytime he wanted, you know, like he was talking exactly, about at the dinner yeah. party and they he didn't want, want that. I know. It, I'm glad you're talking about that. Cause that just it has, that's was my number four is my question for you is how do you think you would feel if that were there? You, you've got your, one of your wife's old boyfriends had footage of them like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, he, and you knew that this person would go back and kind of rewatch it and use it as like their porn or something. Well, yeah, what? I usually give, <laughs> give videotapes. No, I'm just, I don't know what, what that even means, but uh, I don't know, man. Um, I guess if everybody had this, I, I would try not to worry about it. You know, I mean, at this age, anybody, well, I'm married now, but it, you know, we've all had exes and we've all had sexual partners and I'm sure that we think about our old sexual partners and I'm just not going to worry about it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm just not going to worry about it. But, uh, anyways, so uh, on the other side, his, his intuition was right and she's denying it and she's didn't tell him that she'd been with him and then lied about how long it was. And then she slept with him during their marriage and didn't tell him. And then even then when he finds all that out, she's still lying about whether they used a condom and she tells him she deleted it and then tries to start deleting it in the moment. I thought that was so funny and and pathetic. It reminded me of something out of Fargo, I don't know, or something like (laughs) Um, and then when she said, you know, not everything that isn't true is a lie, Liam, that kind of killed me because that could have some truth to it, that statement, but she was just straight up lying. (laughs) And so, um, so I, 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 um, you know, I, I think just because of all of her lies and she would have continued to lie as much as she could get away with it. The only time she ended up being truthful is when she was forced because she had no choice because he was right there saying, I know about this, showing her the proof and everything. And so that's pretty messed up. So even though I really think it was a problem for him to get so violent with Jonas based on what he knew, I think um, her just continually denying and lying puts me on his side ultimately. Yeah, I, I, ended up on uh, Liam's side as well. Yeah. And I I hope people listening don't think this is a gender thing that I'm always going to pick the man's side. I I really don't. I mean, I, you know, who knows? I I, I don't always understand my biases, but I'm pretty sure it's just a human thing that the person who lied about it and continually lied is probably going to be in the wrong. 
<laughs> well, and I know we talked a little about like, so th- she ended up, you know, slipping during their marriage and they were having a really uh, bad patch. Yeah. And he left um, and for he five left. days. So that is something like if, if it had been that he, her, uh, she and Jonas were having a prolonged affair then that would have mm-hmm. been way worse. But like I said, maybe it was just this one thing. And then Liam came back and she was like, Oh, thank God I want this marriage to work. I'm not even going to bring that up because it's going to fuck everything up. And if it was like well, that, yeah. then that makes a big difference. You know, that exactly. is different. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I see where she was, was going with that because sometimes, Oh God, I don't even want to get into that, but <laughs> Yes. I, <laughs> you know, I will say, I'll say something personal that hopefully this isn't too much information, but back about 20 years ago, I had this girlfriend and we had a pretty rocky relationship. And, um, for some reason I suspected that she had slept with her ex and I kept calling her on it and she kept denying it, but it was like, I could tell that she wasn't being on the up and up. And this episode reminds me a lot of that. And I just kept pushing her on it until finally she, I'm like, I need you to tell me the truth or we're just not, this is not going to work. And so she finally just said, okay, fine. I did. And then everything just shifted just like it did in this episode where all of a sudden she was being really nice to him. Like my girlfriend was being really nice to me. And it, it, you know, when he said something like, you know, it's always better when you have a suspicion when it turns out to be true. I didn't agree with that. But what I do agree with is when you have a suspicion like that, it's better to know the truth, even if it's bad, you know, or even if you're wrong, it's better to just know it because otherwise you're just torturing yourself over it. Um, So anyway, it did, even though I found out the truth and it was bad, I, I felt relieved to know what happened. And now I married that girl. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) We we broke up. (laughs) Happily ever after. Um, well, that's, that's interesting. Um, okay. That, that was your number four. Okay. And I, yeah, that was your number four. And I really, my only number four was my question. Cause that, that was like what I just, I thought how, I don't know how I would feel if I want to flip that onto myself. I, I don't know. I, I'm kind of like you at this, maybe in my younger years, um, I'm st- I can still be a, a raging, jealous bitch if <laughs> I want to be, mm-hmm. but I feel like even I'm still a little like that. I'm a lot more mellow than what I was in my younger yeah, years. Me too. Me so too. I, I feel like if, if something like that were in, you know, I had that technology and I knew something like that existed, um, I would probably go about as crazy as what Jonas did maybe yeah. so I like I, whoever is your partner you could say all right I want you to delete all the footage of your exes right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I you know am I gonna like hold a broken bottle up to like the side of their ear and get ready and like cut their grain out I don't yes. know I would oh. I don't know if I could like threaten bodily harm but I would want to probably mm-hmm. um so I I think I understand where he was at but I think I would also just try to have to let it go like you said you know you get to a certain age and it's like you you know everybody that you've most folks when they get together nowadays you know it's not like back way in the day when both people were pretty innocent when you know they got together 
together and then get married and, you know, whatever. Most people have a past and that's okay. You just, you can't dwell on it and you just have to not think about it. But I, mean, I am I glad. The person who, sorry, if I knew the person who I was with, if, if her ex was watching tapes of them together or in, in his head or whatever, I would be more upset if it was like this where I also saw them at parties flirting and stuff. But then it would just be more about, is anything going on in between you? I don't care what he's doing. He has nothing to do with my life, you know. But if there's something going on between the two of them, then that's where I would get upset. Mm. That's just me. Yeah. Well, I, I'm just really, you know, I do a pretty good job of uh, overthinking things anyway. <laughs> I don't need this technology to make it worse for me mm. and, you know, to be obsessed because that's what would happen. So I'll, I'll just say, I'm glad that it doesn't exist. So, um, so what is your number three? Yeah. Let's talk about the device, what it does and whether we would. Oh, good. That's my number three. <laughs> so it's the grain. It's mm-hmm. apparently implanted for less than the cost of a daily cup of coffee, which made me think, so that means it's like $5 a day or <laughs> I guess so. Uh, it has three decades of backup for free. It lets you, I loved how it lets you instantly replay any memory and it looks like it's super easy to zero in and exactly what you want. Yeah. Very intuitive. Yeah. And it's, you can play it either privately in your own head or on a screen for anyone else to see. You can pause, you can zoom in on people and it's, it's not, um, like the one woman who worked on these things at the party was saying your memory can be unreliable, but this seems more like it's just video and audio. So it's not unreliable at all. It's like your, your eyes are a camera, like even the baby, right. you could just see what the baby saw. I and, know. Um, and then you can delete any memory. And that made me think about my own like computer hard drive, which is filled with a lot of junk and it's gotten overwhelming. I, I, I pr- shouldn't even admit this, but I have 63,640 messages in my email inbox <laughs> <laughs> and I just don't even try to get down to zero. I just read them and leave them there. Um, that goes back to only 2007, by the way. But, uh, now the question of, would you want it is interesting. I mean, this kind of reminds me of our locking key episodes because every time a new key came up, we'd be like, Oh, would you want that? And uh, on on its face, this seems really cool to me. So here's some pros. There's pros and cons. Here's some pros. Like, like when he went over memories of people quickly before he entered that party, just so he could remember their names. I thought that was awesome. You know? Mm, Oh, I I would, I would like it for that. I'm terrible with names. That would be an advantage. And you could remember passwords or all kinds of, you you know, where you left your keys, uh, all kinds of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, you could play back, especially good memories or even sexy ones, you know, whatever. That'd be pretty fun. Um, you could, you could see what your baby saw and make sure your babysitter was being nice. Uh, when he's drunk and doesn't remember what happened, he could play that back. I was thinking I've used that. I could have used that a couple times in college. I don't know if that would be a pro or a con, but <laughs> you could find out. <laughs> um, and then one thing that could be a pro or a con is when he was in that interview and he, he wanted to play it back and see if it went well i mean he was obsessing over it and it didn't actually seem like it was helpful but it did make me think sometimes it'd be really interesting because when you're somewhere 
doing something. Humans are really focused on one thing at a time for the most part. So it's, it would be interesting to play back a scene and then you could focus on other things and see how the people around you were reacting to you that didn't mm-hmm. think you were paying attention to them. I mean, it's like that question of, would you like to be a mind reader? Probably in the end, it, you'd be better off not knowing, but it'd be interesting. Like you might even check, catch people checking you out, <laughs> you know? Like, oh, <laughs> interesting. Oh, no, that wouldn't happen to me. <laughs> oh no, never. <laughs> but then the, the cons, uh, there's a lot of cons. Like when in that same interview, one of the guys was like saying to Liam, this office could be a center for litigation and retrospective parenting causes like Bobby Sue's mom and dad for insufficient attention, leading to lack of confidence, leading to damages against earnings. I'm like, yeah, that, that wouldn't be so great. If my kids did that to me, then I'd have to do it right back to my own mom. And then she'd have to get my grandma or something. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I guess it could be good for legal cases. I mean, it would have a lot of implications for the law. And then when he went to the airport and he had to play back the last 24 hours. Yeah, that that would be, I mean, I mean, as long as you weren't like a criminal or, you know, a terrorist, I guess, then um, that would be beneficial to get through screening a little bit faster. But, but you would have to show them your private stuff. I mean, that was my thought like I don't want anybody knowing what I did for the last 24 hours I mean it's never that exciting but still just the thought of having to lay that out for some stranger I didn't like yeah. that idea we don't we we'll, we don't really have a lot of privacy nowadays anyway so yeah, this is just going just, in that direction yeah more um and then you know the, the whole thing about how it would be in relationships is what we've already talked about for this whole podcast. And I think to me, it seems pretty clear that was a big con, you know, as a downside to have that there to be used. I mean, there was an episode of this American life about people with photographic memories and I don't remember. It's been a long time, but one thing I remember pretty clearly is that they have a hard time in relationships because they, it's harder for them to let go of grudges because it's just right there present in their mind. And, you know, um, when they created this episode, um, the guy who made it was saying that, wait, where did I have that? He said, uh, he pitched it as an idea related to the importance of being able to forget things in relationships. And I think that's really true sometimes, you know, just with time, the pain of, of some perceived offense lessens and you're able to get back on track in your relationship. And so if that pain doesn't lessen because you've got it right there to play back in front of you, it just makes you, makes it fester, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's a big downside that would, it's a pretty big downside that would make me question whether I would even want this technology. I mean, if it was around, I'm sure I would use it because that's how I am. I would, I would be right on it. Indeed. <laughs> and that's why I wouldn't want it. <laughs> just don't want it Down. to exist at all. Right. Just don't, don't have to worry no. about it. No, I don't want it to. No, I just don't want it to ever exist. It would be bad. Yeah. Um, be bad for me. Yeah. I, 
I, I like your pro and con list. That was really good. Um, I thought it was really interesting the the different uses that they had for it as well. I liked when he, you know, like you mentioned, he played it back for the interview. That way, I feel like that would maybe be a plus. Yeah, then you could say, you know, oh man, I don't know, I don't think that went so well, but you could actually like play it back mm-hmm. and kind of analyze a little bit where you showed someone else. What do you think? You know, um, how do you think it went? Um, I, it, it would I depend kind of, on how you you use it if you use it to learn and try to do better and you have a healthy relationship with it then it would be good but if you just beat yourself up over it or felt you know bad and it brought you down then it maybe wouldn't be so good go down an obsessive path when you think your wife is cheating on you or being less than truthful and (laughs) (laughs) that's not so good i i had a little bit of an issue as when they're able to like plug into the the baby's green. I mean, I I had I I feel like it's at first you're like, "Oh, that would be good because then it's like the best nanny cam ever, right? You yeah. you can see exactly how the babysitter's treating your kids, you know, are they really treating them right? Are they, you know, feeding them and, you know, doing all the things they should be they're not neglecting them or abusing them or anything like that. That I think would be great. But I kind of had a little bit of a problem with um, you know, having a device implanted into a baby um, because then when does that, when's the cutoff there? Like, I guess it's, it's one thing if it's a, a baby and, you know, they're not able to speak for themselves. They can't tell you, you know, if someone's hurt them or whatever, because they, they're not able to do that. But where's the cutoff? I mean, when does, I mean, then it, it kind of feels like, and Intrusive. you know, goes into a privacy issue. Like, when is there a cutoff? Like an age cutoff? Like, okay, mm-hmm. once they've reached the age of three or something or five, you know, you're, you're not allowed to like get into that anymore because then, and then also there's like, I don't know. I feel like there's a little bit of a consent question there yeah. for me. Is like the baby doesn't consent to having that device implanted, and they're going to have it for the rest of their life. For sure. Maybe they. You know, and they don't know anything other than having that in their in their life and in their in their brain. It's you like, know, they there, don't wasn't have a there choice. another episode of Black Mirror kind of like that? I forget exactly what the premise was. Archangel. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty similar to that, yeah. Kind of a way to keep an eye on your kid and at like all times. Yeah, you could kind of skew if there was bad images. It was like a parental controls mm-hmm. kind of thing. They, they, it would blur out bad images, What like whatever you chose to be bad images, your, your child would have it like blurred out um, and wouldn't be able to see it. So yeah, that that was Archangel, kind of controversial when we talked about that one. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know how I felt about that. Like I said, I think there was there was some good to that because I mean, I you know, as a as a parent, I'm a, I'm a parent. I'm thinking, oh well, that would be, you know, not that I I didn't leave my kid that often, and most times it was with people that you know that was like family. But it doesn't mean that you're you know you can still you know kind of question you know. You just get an some anecdote. of that. Yeah, <laughs> set that teddy bear up on the fireplace mantle yeah. and, you know, let it be. So I had a little bit of an issue of, of, of that. I didn't think I, I felt really uncomfortable with that. Um, but otherwise, yeah, I'm kind of kind of with you as far as like the, the uses. And I thought it was really interesting. Not only, um, you know, are you watching some of this playback, but if you play back and you can't hear, you're too far away to hear what they're saying, you can have a translator read the lips. <laughs> To, to be able to like hear the conversation. I, th- I was like, oh shit, you're just not getting away with anything <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> at all. Like, right. oh, well, I can't read too much into this because I can't even hear what they're saying. Oh no, we got that covered too. <laughs> <We're> gonna... 
<laughs> we're going to interpret what they're saying just by reading their lips. Um, so yeah, that was all good. I agree with, with a lot of that. So that was, that was also my number three. Uh, I'm just going right into that. Somehow I've done four, so I only have one left. Oh, okay. Well, maybe I'm off then. Mm. Okay. Can I go? Yeah, good. Let's, okay. let's do it. So it was just about Hallam not having a grain, that woman. Mm-hmm. And I guess we already talked, but it, I thought it was like if you met someone at a party who didn't have a phone. And at first I thought, oh, she's chosen not to have it. Interesting. Oh, no, no. Actually, someone just ripped it right out of her head. That's gross. And she had that scar and mm-hmm. then, um, then it, no, it did turn out that that being without it for a little while made her decide to live without it. And yeah, that just totally made me think of, of, of phones. I mean, we're, we're addicted to our phones and I think it's good not to moralize too much, but for everybody to just take some time without technology every once in a while and be in the present moment. <laughs> right. Well, and and it was interesting to kind of hear, it seems so readily like available, like everybody seemed to have one, but then why is it getting gouged out of her head and being sold like Maybe a black market Maybe it's only upper item? class, richer people. Mm-hmm. I mean, their houses looked pretty fancy. They did. That was another kind of question I had. I was like, mm-hmm. these all look like young people and they have these really nice um, gated homes you know, and stuff big homes and and full of windows and modern and yeah I don't know I just thought well it feels like everybody can get one and they seem fairly affordable like they're oh you can get it for a cup of co- price a cup of coffee every day um and the thing is at this point in history like probably the year 2030 a cup of coffee is 30 bucks and oh well that puts all if it's <laughs> Starbucks it's probably true <laughs> yeah um yeah i guess but um i don't know i just i guess i just thought that was interesting anyway that 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 seemed to be uh kind of a black market item and um so i don't know and then the fact that it wasn't encrypted she said so like everything that she had recorded on there was like out there mm-hmm. that would suck too like <laughs> what if what if you know not only you know like you, you have it and it's for your use and whether or not you share it with anyone else or because the one guy at the party was like, you know, showing his stuff and, you know, his apartment or house that he bought or something. And then they're showing up on the screen while they're having dinner uh, scenes from a party that they'd been to or something, an old party that the old gang had been to. So I guess you have a choice if you want to share with people, but otherwise yeah. it's for you. Yeah. Um, but if, if that got out then i mean what about how does you know is there there a threat to like when people get a hold of like porn tapes yeah, you know and absolutely. they release them on the internet something like that and i'm not thinking of just like the sex stuff but anything anything yeah. in your life that you've Any done secrets or, yeah. could be put out there for the world and that and the, would i that would be terrible that guy uh it, it was a great party because you had the the woman who was had decided not to use the technology and I've met a lot of people like that. And there's a part of me that feels like, Oh, they're better than me. Cause I'm just totally into it. And then the guy who um, was totally into it and trying to get everybody to watch his own uh, redos. And he wanted Liam to put his 
interview up on the TV so they could all judge it. Like that's kind of more like me, you know, I'm the enthusiast <laughs> that wants to show off technology. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <stuff like that. laughs> so that was kind of true to life too. Yeah, it was. Um, all right. Was that your number one? Yep. Okay. Well, I, I, you kind of hinted on it earlier and, and I said I was going to talk about it later, but um, it, I think the the scene that was probably one of the most sad scenes for me was the sex redo. Um, oh, when, when they're having sex? <laughs> when they're having sex. Yeah. You know, they're, they're both... Re, like redo they they call it redo in the show um, but they're like both rewatching uh, a, a pastime having sex with each and at least was it was with each other she was thinking <laughs> right. about him i think i think i read somewhere people were like oh she was thinking about jonas but i'm like no if you clearly look she's with liam yeah. and that's, and that's what a she's commentary about how sex can go stale i guess or but yeah it was interesting that it, it was more interesting to me that they it was them thinking about each other when they were earlier in their relationship, I guess. When it was if, more thrilling yeah, and exciting. than if they and, had been thinking about other people. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I thought, well, at least they're thinking of each other. But they're it not was just sad. Like, It was sad. Mm-hmm. but And I thought, well, at least they are thinking of each other. She's not thinking of when she was with Jonas, and he's not thinking of a past time when he was with some someone else before right. her or whatever. So they are thinking of each other, but it was sad that – you know, cause they're not, if they're, if they were still into each other and then why would you have to go back and relive those old moments? You know, why would you have to do that? Mm. So you were and kind of talking. To be okay with it. I mean, I think they both knew it, it's right. Or maybe not. They weren't looking into each other's face, but maybe they didn't know that they no, were doing it. They weren't even, well, and I mean, I guess it doesn't matter if they were even facing each other because they're, you know, the, your eyes get that weird yeah. kind of demonic but look. But that's a sign. If they were facing each other, then they would know for sure that they were using it. Yeah, well, and I think they knew. They weren't hiding it, that they were using it. And okay. it's like they're just going through the motions of the yeah. act while reliving the moment. And I thought, is that like, it, does it matter if you're reliving the memory of the good sex instead of actually having great sex? Is it still good or is pleasurable? <laughs> like when you're Didn't reliving like it? it, I, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I didn't buy it. Um, but I'm like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you, you still get the same feeling, but I don't know. I mean, they um, seem like they were not as active or excited. No. So that when you you were talking about it earlier, like, would they, you know, were they still an okay couple? Like, would they, had this moment not happened, had Jonas not become kind of suspicious and been at that party and seen that interaction and then start questioning things and going back and being obsessive and rewatching it over and over and over again and questioning that behavior, going to Jonas's house, seeing that little clip of um, Fee in their bed that Jonas had. Um, that he was telling him to delete, finding out that they, um, that she had slept with him during their marriage. Um, had he never known any of that, would they still be okay and still be together and be an okay couple? If you're having that kind of sex, I don't think you will. And maybe, but maybe you do, or maybe you would be together because you have that to kind of keep you together. But I don't know. At that mm. point, I, I just rather not at all if that's what it's come to. <laughs> <laughs> That to me was just the saddest damn thing. I mean, that the whole was the, damn like, episode. Biggest sign that 
they should yeah. be together. Yeah. yeah. I could see that. I was like, I was like, you should just, if you know, if you, if that's what, if that's what you're having to do to like be together, then you should just stop. Mm-hmm. And maybe you don't care. Maybe that's not mm-hmm. what's important to you or something. But for me, no. No, if I mean, it wasn't, a, it didn't seem like a great sign. No. I, I, yeah. I didn't think so. So that when you were talking about that and I was going to say, well, if they're having to do this, yeah. then I don't think they would have. I mean, maybe for a while. I mean, I'm not saying, you know, it's like an instantaneous thing, but I feel like after a while, it's just kind of like the thrill is gone. Yeah. I mean, I think um, another good thing about this episode is, at least for me, the answers aren't so easy. You know, mm-hmm. it's not like obvious what the right answer is to me but that's definitely makes it lean towards nah they probably are better off not being together yeah I don't know that was sad and there was a lot of sad a lot of uncomfortable in this episode but for me that is what um, you know just stood out the most as soon as I saw that I was like no you guys aren't in the best place that you could be and maybe maybe it was just a phase you know uh, relationships, you know, go in their phases and, you know, maybe that was just what was right. happening. So maybe it's not right to I judge like, it in that moment. Yeah, but. We don't know them well enough to know whether they were still a good couple. You know, we didn't get to see enough of them together in regular day to day life to know. Yeah, it was all. And that was what was kind of interesting about this episode is it was it was had a simplicity to it. It was very spare and intimate and in that it involved just like these three characters with a simple storyline and accusations of infidelity. And, um, it had really great acting and it's, I think especially Jodie Whittaker did a really, really great job, but it was just really simple. You know, it took place in, you know, this house and then that house and just revolved around these three characters. Um, so, and then it, it just happened within, gosh, what, 24, 48 hours, something like that. And that time, except for the end when there's, I don't know how far in the future that was when, you know, she was obviously gone and he's replaying those memories in the house or whatever. But for the most of the episode, it takes place within just that very small time frame. So yeah, we didn't see much of their life together, um, as a whole, but still super sad. I, I would never want to have to resort to that. <laughs> <laughs> all I'm saying. <laughs> anyway, Look, do you have any notes? Um, just the only note I have is that it's kind of sad to see people gathering at a party on TV and think, I remember those days. (laughs) 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 And I know people are starting to get together more now and just getting tired of being apart. I'm not, I'm, I still think. You know, it's not, it's not safe, but, um, I understand people are just tired of it. (laughs) I'm afraid of getting the virus, so I don't, I'm trying to be careful. Yeah. Everybody's kind of definitely dealing in their own way. And I think we're all ready to kind of have a little bit of normalcy, be, be a little normal and it's definitely, um, hard cause you miss people and don't get to see those people. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, that's where we're at right now. Um, looking at, I think I t- 
talked about most of them. Um, I did like, I laughed. I thought that was a really relatable moment when they're home that night and he, she says something to him. I don't remember what. And then he says, well, sometimes you're a bitch. And she just gives him a look, gets up and walks away um, to go upstairs. And he's like, I didn't, didn't mean that, you know, didn't mean to say that. And she just looks at him. You can see her flipping her little, you know, little remote thingy and playing. And then all of a sudden, boom, it comes up on that big screen. Um, And it's cool because they're like television screens are like just like the see-through glass and the images come up. I thought that was really cool Um, where it plays back. You're a bitch right back at him. (laughs) He goes, you can't just take. I said sometimes you can't just edit that part out. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I see that is exactly why I should not have. Yeah. That's another reason I shouldn't have that because that would um, I wouldn't I it wouldn't be healthy. And, um, but that's just like it's you know because we're not the ones involved. It's kind of funny to them. It's not, but uh, you know, just playing that back right in the moment. It's kind of funny, and that's where this show is so great. Like it's just just a cute little clever moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, the only other note that I had was a question for you is why do you think that fee didn't delete her times? I, I don't want to say memories cause they're not memories. They're actual like things you can, it's like a DVR in your brain. Um, why don't you think she deleted, um, the times that she was with Jonas? Uh, I think, you know, there, it, it, it's hard to know for sure. It could just be that by, matter of course you just don't worry about that with this thing you just don't delete anything there's no reason to but um on the other hand it could just be because it's exciting to her and she's still obviously excited by this guy okay (laughs) good enough all right what do you think i i think she just maybe sometimes well probably like you it's just she like you said, maybe just don't think about it. It's, you know, uh, I don't know how long people have these. I don't know what like a typical, like, I mean, gosh, their baby has one for crying out loud. Well, they I said don't three know. Decades were free. So that presumes that you could get more if you paid more. Yeah. But, so um, I, I mean, if I, don't I had know one how of long. these things, I would definitely be the only one with the password. Cause I got some secrets. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> nobody's watching that me. we must we must talk <laughs> <laughs> okay well if we don't have any more notes and no more top five that was really good good discussion yeah. i liked it yeah um i don't i don't know that it you know sometimes after you know how you always, we always joke that sometimes after you've you know, talked about an episode and podcasted on it, you'd feel better about it. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I feel, I don't know if I can say that about this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't feel lighter about it. It still is what it well, is, but um, I'm glad yeah. it was good to talk it out. I mean, I, I was a little nervous that you and I were going to totally disagree. I mean, it would have been okay. Disagreement is fine, but I was going to have to navigate that. And um, it seemed like <laughs> we were more or less on the same wavelength about the whole thing which um i think is pretty cool i mean i like i said i it's okay i like disagreement on podcasts too but i just think it was pretty cool that we were on the same wavelength too what do you think we were going to disagree about 
about whether, you know, whose side we were on, I guess. Ah, okay. Okay. Well, we made it out alive. (laughs) We both, (laughs) we made it out unscathed, so that's good. Um, Well, we only had one listener response this week, um, and that's from our friend Lindsay Schlicht. She says, it's been a long time since I tried to watch this show and since Netflix, Netflix, I'm sorry, I can't talk tonight. Netflix tricks you and autoplays them backwards. I'd never even seen this first episode. I think this episode kind of helped me remember why I could never get into the series. It's not that it's too dark, but more too dreary. I remember now that the episodes I've seen uh, seem plausible in the future and paint a pretty bleak picture. I hope not every episode is this much of a bummer because I really want to hang in with the podcast. Change my mind, guys. Which one mm. are you doing with Derek? Um, be right back. I don't remember which one that was. Is it possible Donald to? Leeson. Oh, that one was not too bleak. I mean, it was. It it, it had some sad moments. Yeah, maybe it was. Mm-hmm. It's pretty sad. Yeah. I, was say, <laughs> I mean, um, yeah, right Lindsay, <laughs> this might just not be the show for you. I mean, what? Rima said before that it can make you feel better about your own lives. It's probably the best thing about it. Uh, as far as that goes, there, there are a couple of feel good episodes, but only a couple, only a couple. Yeah. You could, I would recommend now USS Callister. It has, it's a little dark, but it's got a fun kind of spin. So I would recommend if you haven't seen them, we did cover um, USS Callister. Yeah, watch San Junipero, watch USS Callister, there even was though another it, one that was it the relationship? Hang, hang the DJ. Yeah, hang the DJ, yeah. But yeah. uh I mean, I the way I think of, of it is I feel like this is the best Twilight Zone like show since the original Twilight Zone and there've been like Outer Limits, Alfred Hitchcock presents Tales from the Dark Side. I think this is the best one because it's just really on point about technology in our times and it's got that twilight zone like oh fuck you know and and so that's twilight zone man it got really bleak and and so that's what this is but if you just don't like that kind of thing then you're probably going to have to wait until rima decides to cover something else (laughs) (laughs) well and who knows when the hell i'll ever decide to do that but um well and it's kind of like what we talked about in the beginning um when we were getting started was talking about you know the show's called black mirror and and what that was all about was, you know, it's like black mirror staring, like your either your TV screen or like your phone, mm-hmm. that black mirror that stares right back at you. And it makes you kind of face some uncomfortable truths sometimes maybe about, about yourself or maybe about your own life. And that can be uncomfortable. Um, also, yeah, a lot of it is kind of sad and kind of dreary, but I think that, um, you know, I think sometimes it's kind of helpful to kind of watch things like that a little bit. Lindsay doesn't it, want to, she doesn't want to face it. Lindsay, you don't have to. You really don't. But watch those other three episodes if you haven't and let me know about those. I know we've already covered USS Callister and we covered Hang the DJ. Um, I'm hoping to cover San Junipero. That is a pretty, I was talking, you know, I really want to do fan favorites. Yeah, I'll have to ask him what his favorite is. I haven't had a chance to get with him yet. I've been um it's been enough just trying to organize these first two weeks and there's a lot going on. I am busy as hell so yeah I'll, I'll reach out to peak and he gets to pick so thanks Lindsay. you're gonna have to just let me know what you think and it's fine if you don't if this is not the show for you it's not for everyone 
So, but uh, yeah. is it okay? I hope it's okay for me to say that if you're a Rima Joe fan, which everyone listening to my voice is, I'm sure, uh, she <laughs> Rima, you agreed to come on to House Podcast to go with me and Rich and cover Cobra Kai. So that's I a counterpoint, very much a counterpoint to Black Mirror. It's like the polar opposite. Exactly. See, and that came at a really good time. As I mentioned, I, I can't really binge Black Mirror. I can only watch a couple of episodes the most at, at a time. So um, that will help me balance, you know, all this Black Mirror um, talking because mm. I'm not just watching it for fun, like watching an episode and just moving on to the next. I'm having to really take a deep dive Dig and in. you dig into it. And, you know, I, I'm a, I feel things deep. You know, I'm an emotional person. I feel things like just to the max. So I really take on, you know, shit when I'm, I, I'm exposed to it like that. So these things really hang with me and it's hard to shake it off sometimes. So, um, so yeah, I'm glad I'm grateful for that opportunity to kind of balance it out mm-hmm. with Cobra Guy mm-hmm. and kind of get some, some fun. Enjoy. Definitely a great palate cleanser for sure. Um, but thanks Lindsay. Thanks for writing in. And I hope that you ha- at least watch those others if you haven't already and let me know because they're, they're good. I think they'll they'll leave you with better feelings if you don't like some of these other episodes. But we do have a call um, from our good friend, Steve Brown. Hello, Jason and Rima. This is Steve, and uh, this is for the entire history of you. Um, I never had watched it before. I didn't really even know. I mean, I kind of knew what it was about because I've heard people talk about it, but I didn't know the details. And uh, whew, wow, uh, gosh. Those Black Mirror episodes, they really just stick it in and, you know, twist the knife. I mean, uh, I kept going back and forth with who I was sympathetic toward and who I thought was, was you know, more in the right. And uh, I still don't know. I mean, they, they both did bad stuff. Love seeing Jodie Whittaker, by the way. I haven't I've only watched a few episodes of her as Doctor Who, but I can't wait to uh, to watch her in that in that series. Um, but uh, this was, again, really interesting. A uh, couple of quick, quick points that I'll I'll make out uh, um, so this doesn't go too too long, but uh, interesting way to have a nanny cam, I guess, to insert one of these into your child and then you can see everything that the the nanny uh did uh or didn't do or or how they they babysat your child that was kind of interesting and uh the the woman who had uh, you know, she said she had been attacked i guess and uh, her hers was stolen and she never had one put back in and uh, was he were they having sex with each other and watching redos of them having sex with each each other that was very meta and um just uh, i mean really interesting and then of course it ends uh on kind of a question mark i mean he pulls out his but we don't know where he's going and they kept focusing on the child's eyes and the child definitely had blue eyes and uh it looked like jonas maybe had blue eyes so maybe uh it uh, uh, it was interesting though. I I, I uh, can't wait to watch some more of these. Uh, as long as you don't do season one, episode one, I think I I might follow along with you. All right, talk to you later. <laughs> yeah, that's something we Thanks, didn't Steve. talk about, but I actually do think that that the child ended up being Jonas's child, 
And Do you think so? They didn't really hit that very hard because <laughs> maybe it would have been super melodramatic. But I think that's one reason why they're not together in the end. That I mean, and why why would they have been so? Uh. Um, they really hit hard about him wanting to know whether she used a condom, and she lied about it. And it was the time frame before the kid was born. So I really think that the kid was Jonas's kid. I mean, I guess it's possible because it, it only takes one time, um, you know, to get pregnant. And that and all these other details too the the whole like making a point of the condom and it being the right time frame. But we don't know for sure. Well, no, but I feel like the chances are, are low because if they've actively been trying to get pregnant um, and then in this five day gap where they're not together, she has sex one time with a person and then her husband comes back and they're okay and they continue to try and then she's pregnant. It, it The chances are low. Now, like I said, it does just take the one time. So there yeah. is a possibility, it's of like, course. In real life, but, the chances are low. But in a storytelling thing where yeah. they were trying and then this guy comes along right at the right time it, and he's well, got blue the eyes question. and the baby has blue eyes and they're talking well, about she has condom blue eyes. and did you use a condom and she lied about it and just all this stuff. It just to me, it really points to that's what they were getting at with all of that maybe it i mean but i feel like even if he was the father of the baby they would still maybe not be together i mean how do you come back after after all the accusations she's lied about this entire thing and it was gaslighting him throughout one reason why we didn't talk about it at all because it's not the only thing that matters but i think it is if it did turn out to be Jonas's child that would be a big part of it you know it would be a big part it would be a big part I think um and I mean I think if you have the technology like they have these these grains as technology then you can probably get a pretty quick DNA test to verify you know but um I don't think that that would have been I think had they done a DNA test found out that Liam is actually the father of the baby that they would still not be together after what they just went through I feel like I feel like had she been honest about what had happened um and been forthright that it could have been possible for them to work through it even if it was you know, you, that is, mm, it could have been possible that would be rough <laughs> i would. mean but i mean we've seen that in other shows like look at yeah. rick grimes with shane's baby <laughs> judith <laughs> yeah you know I little mean, shane i guess he didn't really work it out with Lori, but he kept kept the baby i mean Mm -hmm. i think it would have been possible so it's not like yeah it's not the only factor but i just get the feeling because this is such a bleak freaking show that they really twisted the knife as far as they possibly could there right (laughs) yeah i mean in the end he he didn't have his wife and and his baby and so yeah i mean maybe it didn't matter because in the end he was alone and miserable i think one way that it would make a big difference in his life is maybe that if it turned out to be his baby that he would be divorced from his wife but still have visiting rights for the baby but if it wasn't his baby then maybe he just wouldn't see either one of them anymore that's kind of sad yes it's a very sad episode (laughs) (laughs) god 
I'm going to go watch some unicorns and (laughs) rainbows after this. Jeez. Watch some like Parks and Rec or something. Got to do something. Maybe I'll go play The Last of Us. That'll make me feel better. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Thanks, Lindsay. Thank you, Steve, for that feedback. Um, I really appreciate you guys taking the time um, coming back with us on on some older episodes of Black Mirror. So thanks, guys. Yeah. Um, so next week, um, as as you mentioned, I I'm really excited. I'm gonna have a special guest, uh, our friend and fellow super fan of Black Mirror, Derek O'Neill from TV Podcast Indus- Industries. Um, I know. I I'm so stoked. Derek <laughs> is. Ray, I know you've podcasted with him um, before, and uh, he's been on, you know, Walking Dead cast and helped with um, like the comic talk and stuff. And yeah. he's so great, and he he does love Black Mirror. So I knew whenever I decided I was going to cover Black Mirror, I was definitely going to ask um, if he would love, you know, join me because not only have I went, I've never had a chance to podcast with him before. So I thought, well, this is a great opportunity. Awesome. Plus, yeah. we talk about. Black Mirror. Super excited. So we are going to cover, as I mentioned earlier, um, the episode Be Right Back. And that is season two, episode one of Black Mirror. So um, I'm I'm thrilled he, he chose that one. I think he um, also had wanted to kind of do this episode, but um, you'd already taken it. So I was like, well, I think we're doing this one. Sorry, Derek. So, um, yeah. Should have been the three uh, of us, maybe. Oh, well. Well, he's, he was, you know, he's an affable guy. He was like, that's okay. I, you know, he loves, there's, well, because he loves Black Mirror, he had a a plethora of episodes to choose from. So he was definitely. I thought um, about doing the one with the cartoon dog, but I didn't want to get too political. So we decided on this one instead. Yeah. I mean, we could have done it. I Mm -hmm. said it was your, with the exception of National Anthem with the uh, Prime Minister episode, um, I was, I was pretty open to doing any other episode that we hadn't already covered. I didn't want to repeat something already done. But other than that, I was pretty open to to doing whatever um, my guest wanted. So he chose that one. I'm excited to have him on next week. And I hope everyone um, joins us for that one. but Jason, this week it was all about you, my friend. Um, thank you for being on this week and agreeing to to talk some black yeah, mirror with. I was excited, I, yeah, because you know we're all sort of waiting to see what you'll decide to do with Strange Indeed, and I think this was an awesome <laughs> idea to go back and cover some Black Mirror episodes and let the guest hosts pick the ones they wanted to pick. Great idea! So it was really fun. Yeah, I'm waiting to see what what I do next too. So. <laughs> Kind of just sitting around waiting like everyone else. What's Rima going to do? <laughs> Servant, M. Night Shyamalan. Well, I I have to get access for one thing. And then two, I don't know, I guess I need to like, do, you know, ask my listeners if, you know, it's, again, not everyone has that. It's not as easily accessible. Not everyone has it. And I hate to restrict, but it is a really great show. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if pe- people are into it. Maybe I'll... I'll pick up on that. Stay tuned, guys. Um, well, if we're really excited for you to look into the Black Mirror with us. But until then, you can follow us on Twitter at Strange Teacast. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Stranger Teacast. And you can check us out on Instagram at Strange underscore Indeed underscore Pod. You can email us at Stranger Things castpod at gmail.com and you can also find us on the tv time app you can find strange indeed and a couple of other great podcasts at podcastica.com one i don't mention a lot is the uh 
We Have to Go Back Lost Revisited podcast with Mm -hmm. Ben and Kristen, and they've been chugging along on that for two years now, covering the Mm -hmm. whole series. And so if you... um, you know, are a lost fan or if, you know, Ben and Kristen make a great pair. So I definitely recommend checking that out. Some of you guys might not have even known about it. And then of course, I'm excited to be covering Cobra Kai on House Podcastica starting next week. We're going to do the Karate Kid and then we're going to jump into the series. And um, on Walking Dead cast right now, we're bi-weekly and we just did the Babadook, which I had been wanting to see for a long time and that was really fun to cover Mm -hmm. and i don't even know what we're doing next on that one but it'll be something interesting well be sure to let folks know so they can check it out um gosh and and with everything going on i mean we haven't even seen the finale of the episode much less know when the show will be coming back so that kind of lets you kind of you're almost in a limbo period like me you're just gonna have to kind of figure it out as you go i love that because (laughs) That's good. I like to just be able to talk about whatever I feel like talking about. And usually on Walking mm-hmm. Dead Cast, we keep it horror related. Usually not always. Um, so it's really fun to come up with new and different things. Although I, I admit after a while, it's I start jonesing for Walking Dead again. And then it's nice to get back into the routine of Walking Dead. And I definitely can't wait to see that finale because this season was really good. It was really good. I'm really excited and pumped for that finale when mm-hmm. we finally get it. Hopefully they'll let us know soon when they're able to wrap yeah. up that post-production and, and we get that really soon. That'll be a big deal when, when they do air that and uh, you guys get to cover that one. That'll be really exciting. Yes. And, oh, I should have mentioned um, on, what was it, July 17th, 2010, Karen and I published the first episode of The Walking Dead cast. So mm. we're coming up on our 10th anniversary and also our 400th episode and amazing um, so we're gonna you know we've had people call in and um leave us messages so we're gonna play all those back and we'll probably have a few other surprises and karen will be on so it'll be me and karen and lucy on there that is so amazing what a huge milestone for you guys that's awesome well i can't wait to hear that because that'll be super fun um all right oh Sorry. <laughs> All right, that's our show. Thanks for listening, everybody. Until next time, I'm Rima. And I'm Jason. And Dan Gallagher is strange indeed.